Same energy. Amen. So I'm going to go ahead and say my little salutation so we can get back to that same energy. Amen. It's good to see each and every one of you in the house of the Lord. Amen. I think we got Pastor Johnson up here. Amen. We got Dr. Jones up here. Amen. And Pastor Fisher up here. Amen. And the one and only Pastor Reese. Amen. Is in the house. Now I know we laughed when he said he forgot his ring. But I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't turn it into a pastoral moment. Don't do that. Don't don't don't, don't do that no more. Don't do that. <laughs> amen. Amen. Look, I mean, I, in all honesty, sometimes we look at things as little things, but I'm going to tell you that, that, that women sometimes look at that thing, take it serious. Amen. They take that thing serious. Don't, don't you mess around and forget no birthday, Valentine's Day, come home empty-handed. No, sir, don't do it. Y'all got to write that stuff down. <laughs> Amen, but I'm just excited to be here. Thank you again, uh, Morningstar, for being here. Um, amen. Jur- jur- journeying, journeying with me. I-, I almost did a Fred Sanford move when I looked up and saw one of my members, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not going to mess with him. Amen. But it's good to see each and every one of you. I believe there's a word, amen, from God. Those of you who have your Bibles, if you turn with me to the reading of God's word, amen, in Genesis chapter 48, and I'll read a few verse, more verses than I normally do, but it's been hot. Has it not been hot? Yes, sir. Y'all want to know how hot it is? It was, y'all must didn't hear about this one on the news, that it was so hot that, that FedEx and UPS got together. They said they tired of running all these different routes. They're gonna just go ahead and form one company. So FedEx and UPS got together. They said they're gonna just form one company. Well. Called Fed Up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Genesis 48. You found it. Say amen. Amen. Beginning with verse 10. Amen. Beginning with verse 10. Now the eyes of Israel were dim for age, so that he could not see. And he brought them near unto him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said unto Joseph, I had not thought to see thy face. And O God have showed me also thy seed. And Joseph brought them out from um, between his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth and Joseph took them both Ephraim in his right hand towards Israel's left hand and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand and brought them near to him and Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon Ephraim's head who was the younger and his left hand upon uh, Manasseh's head guiding his hands wittingly for Manasseh was the firstborn and he blessed Joseph and said God before whom my father Abraham and Isaac did walk the God which fed me all my life until this day, the angel which redeemed me from evil, bless the lads. 
and let my name be named on them. In the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude into the midst of the earth. And when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he held upon his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head unto Manasseh's head. And Joseph said unto his father, not so, my father, for this is this firstborn. Put thy right hand upon his head. And his father refused and said, I know it is my son. I know it. He also shall become a people and his people shall be great. But truly his younger brother shall be greater than he. And his seed shall become a multitude of nations. And he blessed them this day, saying, In thee shall Israel bless, saying, God, make thee as Ephraim and as Manasseh. And he set Ephraim before Manasseh. And Israel said unto Joseph, Behold, I die, but God shall be with you and bring you again unto the lands of your fathers. God, we come before you now. We ask you to bless us that we might hear a word from you. God, we want to receive what you would have us to have on tonight. God, we just want to receive a word from you. We don't want to leave here the same way we came. God, remove any distraction from this place. Lord, because we just want to be your humble but yet obedient servants of your word. Hide me now behind this thine sacred desk. Let the people hear a word from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of of the Lord. Before I give you a title for the text tonight, I really, you know, I thought about this thing. Uh, how many have been here every night this week for the, for the three nights, for the three nights? Amen. And I thought about that thing. You know, when you go to vacation Bible school and you go every night at the end of vacation Bible school, yeah. they like to give you out some certificates. I, I mean, I was sitting up here wondering, are we going to get some certificates? <laughs> and, you know, but tonight, for those who've been here three nights, you ought to get a certificate. Amen. Think about that one. Amen. I just want to talk for a brief moment about a, a godly switcheroo. A godly Switcheroo. <laughs> oh, man. Some people in here probably thinking that won't no switcheroo. That was a okie doke. <laughs> but you know what? I can say this and go home. If you don't want to get nothing out of what I'm about to say, remember this and don't never forget. God can do whatever he want to do, when he want to do it, how he want to do it, and if he want to do it. That's what God can do. Man, how miserable of a people we must be when we begin to think we can control how God operates. I'm so thankful I'm not God. I'm even more thankful you're not. Oh, can you, can you, can, can, just to think we've got the audacity to control how God would operate, right. Amen. To, con- to, to tell God what to do, when to do, how to do it, and, and, and just to think that because we cry out our pitiful prayer, well, that God is, has to do right. whatever we request. 
Oh, I love well. the divinity of God because that allows God to hear my plea, but then do what he chooses because he knows me better than my request. And I thank God for that. that that's awesome that God uh, uh, knows us in our intimate moments. God understands us and appreciates us for who we are with all our frailties, with all our faults, and with all the things that we've done wrong. The one thing I want to say that might not be apparently obvious to you that you might have missed is, is that when God blesses you, you don't have to be qualified. And you don't have to be eligible. Oh, man. So we should have got some more shouts in here because because some of you right now, you got a job that you won't qualified for. Probably didn't have the proper education for it. Probably were missing some of the experience on it. But but yet you still got the job. Some of you are living in some houses. Uh, that, that, that on paper, it probably don't even look like you can afford it, but yet you're, you're still there. Some of you, some of you, I've looked outside or driving some pretty nice vehicles that, that, that truth be told, there was a time where you would have had a hard time buying a tire that you got for that vehicle. But yet and still, you still have it because God has been blessing you. But let, 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 let's even go further than beyond the, the material things. Because the truth of the matter is, and I'm going to say one thing the way that most people like it said, and then I'm going to say it the other way that I often say it. And that is the, the, the way that gets the most clapping and, and the way that gets the, the most appreciation is when somebody says, you don't look like what you've been through. And then they get to clapping. Hallelujah. Thank you. But let me tell you this. I'm going to say the opposite. Some of you look like what you've been through. But you're still here. But you're still here. And, 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 and see, I'm not all about that flowery stuff because I, it, it's not about how I look at the end. Anybody ever seen a Rocky movie? You ought to know that Rocky looked a hot mess by the end of the movie. But he won. Might have gotten whipped in the first round in the opening credit, and he might have gotten whipped in the middle. But when it really counted by the end of the movie, you know Rocky looked a hot mess, but he won. And, 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 and so I'm, I'm, I'm challenging some of us to get past that, to, to think that we've got to be qualified or eligible for what God is doing doing. Matter of fact, I know there's two or three of you in here right now under the sound of my voice where medically you shouldn't even be here. You shouldn't even be here. Been been through some stuff. Doctors say we wrote you off and said you won't gonna be here. Matter of fact, you might have shared a room with somebody that didn't make it through the night. But yet you're still here. How does that happen? Because you weren't eligible you won't qualify. But this is what I like about God because what God does does not have to make sense to me, you, or anybody. Because that's just God. That, 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 that matter of fact, God has such a sense of humor that the second we think we figured him out, he'll do a switcheroo. 
Yeah, God don't want you figuring him out. Yeah. And that might hurt somebody because I know we got some Bible scholars in here. Come on. We got some people in here that have passed Sunday school. <laughs> we, 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 we've got some folk in here like that. But, but the second you think you got it, God will switch up on you. Yeah. You, you know, matter of fact, we can't understand right now how in the world is it that we tithe and we come to church and we love God and yet we struggling in our bills. Then our neighbor don't think nothing about God. Don't think nothing about church. House bigger than ass. Driving a better car. Because that ain't how this thing work. That ain't how this thing work. Oh, but, but, but. You ain't got to be eligible or qualified, but 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 let me hurt your feelings for a minute too, because if we use in this text, because one of the things that we have to do is sometimes we have to paint a picture, and if we were to paint this picture and look at Israel as a divinity and the divine in this text, then we would put him in a position of a godly figure. And if we can look at that through our imaginative mind that Israel is this godly figure, he is about to make a decision that is anti-law and goes against his own son. Come on, come on. So let me make this point to you. What God do ain't got to make sense to nobody. All right. Y'all missed that. And I think you missed what I just said because because it was so so subtle you missed it. Did you hear me say that God will break the law? Come on. Oh. Y'all ain't know that, did you? See, 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 y'all always saying God makes the rules and he follows them. And God dots every I and then crosses every T. In this text, God breaks the rules, broke the law, because it it was a known fact that the uh, older is supposed to get. But he said, that's not so. I got to switch up on you. And watch this. If you don't think. That, that God will break the rules, we don't even have to put on a theological painting and, and paint a picture. We can just take it to Jesus. Come on. Amen. You don't remember Jesus healing on the day he wasn't supposed to heal? Amen. Well, well. They said, wait a minute, Jesus, what you doing? You're breaking the law. Jesus said, I don't care nothing about your law. I'm here to heal. Y'all don't remember when Jesus, being a Jew, was sitting there talking to a Samaritan woman? They said, Jesus, what's wrong with you? You ain't supposed to be within six feet of that woman. I know COVID ain't got here yet, but you ain't supposed to be within six feet of that woman or or more. And you getting ready to heal and touch and bless in her life. Jesus said, I don't care nothing about that woman being no Samaritan woman. Amen. I came here to heal. And in so doing, what did he do? Broke the law. Man, Jesus is a lawbreaker. (laughs) Y'all ain't y'all. Jesus is a lawbreaker. But in this text, the law was broken because sometimes what has been prescribed in the moment is irrelevant. Because at the end of the day, God wants to get the glory and will do what is necessary to get the glory regardless of how you feel about it. 
So y'all see, see, you know, when you're about to do something breaking the law, you always got a Karen that's around. Y'all ain't heard this. Y'all must not watch TV or be on social media. Karen is somebody that's going to always tell, always going to tell on somebody and want to make sure they're doing the right thing. So in this particular text, there was a Karen. Y'all don't remember that the father said, hold up, pops. You making a mistake. Come on. You done put the wrong hand yeah. on the wrong son at the wrong time. I'm going to help you. And the text says he goes to remove the hand and try to get it right. And, 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 and so this is why I'm trying here to tell you that it don't matter if you agree with what God is doing. Because after you done had your temper tantrum, yeah. after you done tried to correct God to tell God how he ought to bless you, God still sitting over there saying, I, I, I heard you. I, I know that's the way that you thought that we were supposed to do this thing. But this is how we're going to do it tonight. And that's all right. This is why I always tell people I've been on a mission all year telling people to get out of God's way. Man, could you can you do you understand the level of blessing you are missing in your life because you are trying to direct God and tell him what to do? The best thing you can ever do is say, Lord, bless me anyhow, anyway. Because when you try to, to describe it and detail it and tell it, and then God give it to you, then that's all you want and all you got. And God is trying to enlarge your territory, but you won't let him because you put God into a box. Come on. And you say, God, this is how you're supposed to do it because this is how I've seen it done before. And God is saying, look, I'm going to raise up some people in your family. You're going to be the first one to get a degree. You're going to be the first one to overcome some of those generational things in your life. Because, because after you've broken some of those generational curses, you're going to be the one who carries out generational blessings. And, 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 and you're going to be the one, you might not even get a degree. You're going to be the one that with your high school diploma, you're still going to figure that thing out. And you're gonna ha- and you still going to have all your bills paid. You're still going to be able to get ahead. And you're still going to be able to level up. Because it don't make sense in the natural. And it don't have to. Amen. Well, everybody else trying to figure you out. You, you study walking it out. And and, 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 and and this is why this is so important because you understand that sometimes we get caught in our head and we say we got to do it like this. You know, I'm, I'm going to say it to you like this. I heard a preacher say it one time like this. The problem with a lot of us is we always go the same way home. We, we, we keep going the same way, the same way. Sometimes you ought to intentionally just do something different so that you can just see what else is going on out there. You're missing so much stuff because you're so programmed. You're so programmed. Now, I ain't knocking nobody. They do certain things. I'm just here to tell you how I feel. And the problem with us is that too many times we're on a tight program. And if it ain't on the program, then we don't want to do it. And, 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 And the problem with that is sometimes somebody's testimony ain't on the program. Sometimes a move of the Holy Spirit is not on the program. I'm here to tell you that we ain't got to wait till third Sunday to baptize nobody. Sometimes we might just need to go ahead and run the water tonight. Because it might be somebody that needs to go there. 
we, 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 got to, we, got, we got to get out of that program stuff. We, we keep on thinking everything got to be a certain way. And, and, and that's why people don't even come to church no more because we so judgmental. And do you realize that I got tons of friends all around the country, and whenever they start their own church, 99% of them were Baptists. Well, Do you know what the first thing they do when they name their church? Don't put Baptists on it. Well, you want to know why? Because people say when you go to a Baptist church, the folk are judgmental. Well. And so we remove the name so that, can, so that people can enter into a judgment-free zone. Well. Y'all ain't know that. Y'all just got quiet. Nobody wants to come and sit beside somebody who's going to look them up and down like you better than them. Don't, 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 don't nobody want to sit beside somebody who thinks they're better than them. They want to come in and blend in and hopefully just maybe hear a word that will drop into their spirit and do a shifting in their heart without somebody staring at them. And let me help somebody because I've been in church a long time and I've had it happen. And see, when I was young, I tolerated, but I got a little older now. And so I check you. And, 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 and older folk have a tendency to see somebody come back from church that ain't been in church for a while. And they like to pull them to the side and say, where you been? Why you ain't been here? And, and it's not in love. It's in judgment. And then that person gets offended, and then you don't see them for another six months or another six years. Because when they came back, they were just looking for somebody to love on. Not somebody to be worried about what they were wearing, not worried about where they had been, or any of that. They just wanted somebody to say, man, I sure did miss you. Do you know, do you, do you realize that's why some people would rather go to the club than to come to the church? Because when you ain't been to that club in six months and you get up there, back up there to the bartender, the bartender said, man, we sure did miss you. Long time no see. Glad you're back. So if you can get love in the club and get hate in the church, where do you think somebody going to go? All right, all right, all right. And so I'm telling you, God's saying we got to do a switcheroo. Amen. I want y'all to pay attention when I'm doing like this because this going this gonna to bless you. I just learned this thing. y'all. See, see, see th- this is how sometimes I want to say this nicer because I don't like to f- offend people intentionally. Now, if you get offended on the side, that's on you. <laughs> but even me. I was, I was, I had started saying, I'm going to put Xmas, you know, Xmas, because mm-hmm. instead of Christmas, and then people started saying what? Don't do that. Don't do that. We don't like the fact that you take Christ out of it. Right. Don't put the X. Anybody in here heard that or said it well, yourself? Right. You know how when you say that, you're talking out of place of ignorance? Come on. I'm about to help you. Come on. I'm about to help you. Because see, the X, the X was uh, uh, used as a Greek letter that, that represented the first letter in the word Christos, which in English translates to Christ. 
So the fact that you didn't understand what the ex was still saying Christmas, you said take it down. You're saying take down Christ. But when you don't understand, you operate out of ignorance and it spews out of your mouth and then you become part of the problem. Because Hosea had to say, my people are destroyed by the lack of and you talking lacking knowledge because you didn't know. Church folk, if you don't know, it's okay to be quiet. (laughs) It is okay to be quiet. And so I'm going somewhere with this. This is why this is important. Because the text says, if you read the text, we just read it. It says that Israel put his hands this way and that way forming an X on the head of the children that were so small that that he was telling Joseph, I know these are your kids, but the text says, I'm adopting them now. These kids are mine. I'm bringing them under my fold. And because I'm putting this blessing on them this way, which represents Christ. The text says Ephraim's name even means fruitful. That meant that when I put the blessing on Ephraim over the older brother, that means he's going to be fruitful even so much so that your order, your, your, your sequential order don't even matter to me because I can jump over a generation or I can jump behind a generation. However I choose to do it, I can do it. You might not like it, Joseph. I know there's some Josephs in here. You don't like what what you're seeing because the order has been disrupted. And anytime the order is disrupted, a lot of us like to have things in place. But 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 I, I ask you tonight to give God divine permission to go in your house and just have a house party. Well, and just disrupt some stuff. Flip stuff all around. Do what he got to do. And, 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 and disorganize some stuff to frustrate you enough to understand and give God permission that he can do what he want to do. However he want to do it. And so when he did the X and he put that blessing on Ephraim, it did not matter about any system that had been in place. And it did not matter that Joseph was going to get upset because when God says it, whether you believe it, whether you agree with it, it's final. Oh, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that this text, this text validates that God has no respect of person. God got no respect of person. This is why we got to stop Acting like all we can deal with is black folk. We got to stop that. Yeah, we we, we got to stop bypassing people to get to other people. If 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 there's a house on this street, then this church ought to have evangelized it. I I don't care if they're West Indian. I don't care if they're Chinese. I don't care if they're Hispanic. We got to stop going around and just seeking other black folk. Well. So we get quiet, man. Yeah, because that, that's what we do. That's, that's what we do, and I know we do it. I know we do it. 
Until I took some classes to understand it, it opened my eyes till we do that subconsciously. That we look, matter of fact, I could take most of you right now to an arena or an event, and there could be tons of different people in there, and automatically you would just gravitate to people who look like you. Just automatically. That's what you would do. Just just out of nature. And then then you wonder how automatically, even now, we can sit at the front of the bus, but we still keep choosing to sit in the back. We can come in the front, though, but we still keep coming in the back. Because subconsciously, this is what we've been taught, and we still do these crazy things. And God is saying, I'm trying to switch this stuff up. In 2023, I'm trying to switch stuff up. Stop doing stuff the same way and getting no result. We get, you know what? I told some people this, and they're going to get mad. And they got mad when I said it. And I said it years ago, and I say it now. Uh, uh, the sad part about it is if, if, if we got, I don't know how many churches we got, because like I said, I'm new out here uh, I, I, in, in the association. But just for the sake of numbers, I say it's 20 churches. Let's, 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 let's say we got 20 pastors. And let's just say we're paying uh, each pastor uh, 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 $50,000 uh, a year. Right? When you times all that together, what you coming up with? A million dollars. Come on. Yep. So, and, and, and then if we were to take some numbers and collectively say, well, how many people got saved in 2023? Mm-hmm. And the churches would say, well, we ain't had nobody come up in a few years or <laughs> we ain't had seen nobody come up. Well, and, come on. So I'm, I'm, and I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, we, we, we just spent a million dollars. And ain't really got a whole lot to show for it. But then somebody gonna say, "Oh, well, we did get new carpet. We 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 we, we, we did get some new hymnals. We we did get some more Bibles because you know people keep taking them home and don't bring them back. But and and then we and then, but, but but then we say, well." What's really important? Well, because if it's soul winning, come on, come on. why we are not winning souls? All right. Why? And let me say this, because I and I know Reese give me permission to say this, because he talk about it all the time. <laughs> is that if you're gonna spend money on anything, why is it not in your budget to market for people? To come to your church. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Why is there not a line item for you to spend money mm-hmm. on advancing the gospel? Well. Why is there not a thousand dollars to go buy some Bibles and to go pass them out to people? Not to people who got nine of them already, <laughs> but to but to people who need a Bible. Maybe even maybe even a Bible that's in Spanish because you want to hit the Hispanic community. But my point is, I go to so many churches and hardly any of them have money in the budget to do ministry. Well, yeah, yeah, got money for salaries, got money to keep the lights on, pay this and do that and pay this and get food. And the biggest expense, homecoming. Well, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Come on. If the biggest expense in your budget yeah. is to make sure 100 people get chicken and potato salad. I'm trying to tell you. 
We got to <laughs> We got to do some switcheroo Because we're not doing what God wants us to do We've become self-satisfying of ourselves And we've forgotten what ministry is all about And God is saying in this moment, in this hour, let's get back to the basics. Let's get back to understanding that 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 God is God and God is God all by himself. And that God has saw fit. Why he saw fit, I don't know, because none of us deserve it. But he saw fit for us to be his hand, his eyes, and his ears. To walk up and down this earth. That we might be able to tell somebody about the goodness of God. That's that's what this word is teaching us. God ain't got no respect of person. That, 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 that. That from, from the guttermost to the uttermost, yeah. God can bless. Yeah. From the ceiling to the floor, yeah. from the pulpit to the door, yeah. God can bless yeah. and God can move yeah. and don't care what nobody think yeah. about it. Man, I'm a man. Look, I can say some stuff, boy. Well, I'm trying to say, God got my tongue. Oh, man, I can say some stuff. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You know, it's sad that when we have a church full of people, who say they love God. Well, but when a single woman come, on. come down the aisle pregnant, come on. a lot of people want to go in and meet in the back and have a meeting. Should we allow this woman to sing in the choir? Well, Should we allow this woman to join our church? First of all, that's sad. But here's where the hypocrisy comes in. Well, the second the baby come, hear all of y'all. Yeah, every, every, everybody want to play with the baby. But everybody want to judge and condemn how the baby got here. Ah, something wrong. Something wrong when the church condemns things, but then uses it for their good. It's a major thing going on right now in churches where everybody wants to say the homosexual going to hell. I'm not here to change your theology. I'm just here to ask you a question. Why have we allowed it in our minister of music for the last 50 years? Yeah. If it's wrong, if it's wrong, I'm gonna let you figure out that if well, you if you agree or disagree. Come on. I, I'm just saying it'd be hard pressed for many a choir, for many a music group, and some of the greats that you've loved throughout the years got their got got their eight track, got their CD. It was a little questionable, but yet you still supported it. Because it sounded good. But then if somebody come in the church, we I don't want that in here. 
But then if they got a gift, come on, come on up here. Well, come on. We're going to use your gift, but we'll throw you away. I'm telling you, God, God is saying, y'all got to switch this thing up. You, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't have this thing both ways. Either something wrong or it's right. And if we're going to stand on what's right, then we got to shut stuff down. If we ain't going to shut it down, let anybody do whatever they want to do. And don't say nothing about it. Man, if y'all invite me back one night just to tell stories, I could tell about 20 of them about the foolishness in pastors. Well, well. And y'all wouldn't have, y'all would leave out this church sick to your stomach. All right. About the foolishness that go on in church. Come on. But we allow it because there's no accountability. Come on. And you can hide behind your articulation. All right. And your gifting. Yeah. Yeah. And God ain't playing these games. All right. God ain't playing these games. All right. Because I don't care who you are. I don't care what titles you got. I don't care how long you've been in the church. I don't care how long you get away with it. The Bible says that there gonna come a day well, well. where we got to give an account. And 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 see that, and, and and when you got to give an account, see you can't you can't get up there and lie because it's already written. Well, that's right. And you can't unwrite it. It's already written. And and so I, I'm just dropped by tonight. To tell you that while you still got the pen and you still got the ability to write your story, make sure you write something worth writing. Make sure, make sure you write something worth worth writing. Cause the sand ain't going up in the hourglass. It's coming out. Time is winding up. Time is winding up. And we gotta stop playing these games. Don't play these games with God. And I just wanted to, 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 to drop that in somebody's spirit, how serious this thing is. And I hope you understand that God has divine permission to switch things up. Matter of fact, I'm praying that God will switch things up. I don't like the way I see a lot of things going. I'm praying for God to switch things up. Man, I'm, I got to, I got, look, this is my second close and I got to go. <laughs> I, I'm praying for God to switch. We, 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 look, we, we so backwards in America. We got two 80-some-year-old men running for president. Running for, one of them got 91 felonies. And, 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 and the leader of his party stare off like, he, like a deer in headlights and forget what he's about to say. And then the other candidate be falling and doing when it, and, and for no reason. Well, and these are our two candidates yeah, yeah. to lead a superpower. Come on. <laughs> something is wrong. I want God to do some switching. Do something. This, this stuff is crazy. It's getting out of hand. And if you think the world ain't winding up, I just read an article that in Death Valley, the hottest place on earth, well, it just got more rain in one day than yes, it does sir. in one year. Yeah. That in Switzerland, it normally has 2% of the glaciers melt in a decade. Last year, it had 6% melting. Well, That's the equivalent of 30 years of melting. Yeah. But, y'all, but y'all don't believe in global warming? Hey. Well, 
You got polar bears so skinny that they're jumping out into the water and dying because they can't get fish. Well, coming back skinny, skin and bones. You can cut the ribs on polar bears. But ain't nothing wrong. Well, huh? Come on. Something, something's going on, man. Pay attention to what's going on in this world. I told you, you got churches now that don't even believe in the Bible. Huh. Well, they fighting over whether or not you should call each other a Christian. That's going on in the church. Well, man, we, this stuff is getting serious. It's it's getting serious. Let a, let a, let us stand.